is reaching the top with Chris Reese. Welcome to Arisen to Talk with Chris Reason. We, uh, well, we as in me, are talking WrestleMania 38 and uh, why. Um, I haven't fully watched uh, any full WWE, SmackDown, Raw, NXT in a long time. I haven't watched really any full show of wrestling. I've just been watching highlights and figuring out what the hell is going on. Uh, before we get into the discussion of WrestleMania 38 and what happened, results, all that stuff. Let's get to our sponsor. Do you need that boost of energy? Are you going to the gym, trying to wake up for work, or even trying to get in some serious hours of gaming? Well, I have your answer. That's W Energy. Get your jitterless fix of an energy boost to the Galaxy Grenade and multiple other flavors today using the promo code CRN10 to get 10% off your order. Visit W.GG slash discount slash CRN10. That's W.GG slash discount slash CRN10. D-U-B-B-Y G slash discount slash CRN10. Now, I'm going to get off right the bat saying that none of these matches are in a particular order. I'm just going by what I feel like talking about, and I completely forgot what the whole card was and just started listening to them down, and then I never put it into an order. We're going to start off by talking about one of the celebrity matches, Logan Paul and The Miz versus The Mysterios. Dominic Mysterio, in my opinion, uh, by himself needs some work. Uh, Ray Mysterio, his father, uh, is pretty much holding him up in and helping him out for a lot of this. I'm just, in my opinion, um, he's not a he, Dominic is a decent wrestler, but not the greatest. Of obviously, he still has some work to do uh, by himself. Um, was this a celebrity match that we really needed? Eh? Was it something to get some other people out of wrestling to try to focus into this? Yeah, bring in a different audience. Um, but in my opinion, weren't the Mysterios trying to be pushed to a, supposed to be one of the greatest teams that they have in the WWE right now in the tag team division, which in my opinion, the tag team division is really hurting because they don't really do a lot with the tag teams. They haven't since the 90s and early 2000s when there were 17 factions and everybody didn't know what the hell they were doing. But besides that, um, Logan Paul and The Miz, um, I kind of figured that also Logan Paul was just thrown there since Morrison wasn't, uh in there anymore, or John Hennigan, whatever you want to call him. Um, but anyways, Logan Paul walked to the ring in what actually was some decently made gear, which I like that. Uh, pretty appealing to the eye. Um, also looks really uh, douchebaggy-ish, which fit for the character. It's Logan fucking Paul, for fuck's sake. Miz is a heel, so it makes sense. Uh, Logan Paul... I, I like this and noticed this, and I thought this was funny. Um, I'm in the I'm in the group for the Pokemon and everything too as well. But Logan Paul walked to the ring with a five million dollar Pokemon card <laughs> around his neck. I find that hilarious and also just pretty fucking badass. Talking about doing some <laughs> random ass shit, I tell you. Um, anyways, Logan Paul and the Miz uh, win in this uh, match uh, WrestleMania against the Mysterios. Did they? Did the Miz need this win? I get it. Is Logan Paul celebrity win? They're gonna have them win. They most of the time they do. It's very rare that they don't. Um, besides that, though, Logan Paul actually held his own. Uh, he wasn't bad. He looked like he trained a bit for it, so he wasn't just going to be thrown in there just to do random ass shit or do nothing sometimes. Uh, but it wasn't that bad of a match. I've seen better. It's not a five-star match, I can guarantee you that. 
Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin with Mad Cat Boss. What is with these name changes all the time? Baron Corbin has been Baron Corbin, Happy Corbin. I don't remember the fuck the other one. It's King Corbin, King Baron Corbin or something. And then Mad Cat Boss. I, since I, I like I'm telling you, I haven't watched him in a while. I had to look up who the fuck this was. And he has changed at least two to three times in this name change. Um, I don't remember what the hell his original name is in NXT. But he's not a bad wrestler, but he's not the charismatic uh, whatever is there. There's no really gimmick that he can work with. I, there's no charisma. There's no heat he can build off. Um, so I guess that's why they threw him with Corbin. But Corbin's not the greatest either. He's not a bad heel, but he's not like uh, the whole time. Um, and honestly, did you really think Drew McIntyre was going to lose this match? He obviously won against Corbin, but like there was no way he was going to lose. Um, this is kind of like almost like a squ not a squash match, but it's just like a throwaway match kind of. Um, like, if they had to cancel any matches, this probably could have been one of them. Um, now, also, I just remind you that this is both nights of WrestleMania. So, I'll just keep going here. New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. God damn, change, name changes and whatever. Sheamus and Ridge Holland were with the win. I don't think there was any belt on the line. Uh, but it wasn't... It wasn't not a bad match, but it wasn't something to outstanding. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw's Women's Championship. Holy shit, did Bianca Belair deserve this, and they better not make this a two-second fucking reign. Uh, Becky Lynch is also a phenomenal wrestler, but literally Bianca definitely deserves this. You, you can tell in her face that she knows this is what the fuck it's going to be, and this is what it's going to be for now on. Um, holy shit, Bianca Belair is great in this match. Uh, same thing with Becky, uh, but this thing worked perfectly. Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. I didn't, I didn't figure out it was going to turn into a match. Um, I also thought it was just going to be a two-second match. I mean, it kind of was, but not something ridiculous. Um, I thought they were just going to give Steve Austin the, uh, I mean, Kevin Owens the win, but Stone Cold Steve Austin won. Uh, also, this shows to the fact that literally anybody can come back from injury when they fucking healed and take care of themselves. Or that the fact that, I mean, yeah, Stone Cold had a lot of neck injuries and he broke his neck, and that pretty much led to his early retirement. But how long he's been completely gone, not completely gone, but gone for the most part, we're not just doing random stunners that he could have easily gone to the doctor, figured this out. I mean, he's he wasn't wrestling full-time, so he could easily heal up and come back. Like, we've seen it with Edge. You've seen it with Daniel Bryan, people that you thought that their crews were freaking over, for fuck's sake. And you see it now, that they can come back. Is it, does this mean that Stone Cold's going to fucking get a run? I hope not. I mean, it wouldn't be bad. But they hope they just don't give him a fucking another championship run. I mean, it could just to get rid of the fucking like a have him as like a um, in between or something to switch hands and get to know somebody else if you don't want to do that. KO did a great fucking job and bumped his ass off. Stone Cold Steve Austin took a lot of fucking bumps, um, which that's what I was telling you about. Stone Cold was it? Stone Cold was fucking great in this. Um, there's no other like way to put it. I mean, it was probably like a three and a half out of four star match, but they're like. It wasn't, uh, I mean, no five-star match, but it wasn't, it was good. It was good, and there's no complaints for me. Um, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. If they would have given Rondi this, Rondi, Ronda Rousey this win, I would have been just frustrated. Um, she's, she brings in the crowd, but holy shit, do I not care anymore. Oh, I don't even fucking care about Charlotte. What, was this a win for me? No. She wins and retains this McDonald's championship. I get it. She's trying to be like her father and a 16-time champion, but... Or whatever the actual accurate number is with the Ric Flair stuff. But, Charlotte, oh my god, they need to work on more women wrestlers in the freaking main roster. Push somebody else. Charlotte's not a bad wrestler, but I'm just sick of seeing her, and I don't even watch it full-time anymore. 
That's how you know it's bad. Uso, the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs um, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Again, another thing I had to put, look up Rick Boogs in. Dude, it's sad to see that he injured his knee with the superhuman strength stuff he was trying to do. Um, but other than that, Rick Boogs or Eric Boogenhagen, that would have been better if we just kept that name, but I get it how to shorten it because what the how are you going to freaking advertise Eric Rick Boogenhagen? I mean, it's weird. Um, it have been great to see them with a win, but I get it with the injury in the middle of the match. But Usos retained championship and didn't expect I didn't know I didn't expect him to win for Nakamura and Boogs, but it would have been interesting. Seth Rollins versus the mystery opponent. Here's the one I got a lot of talked about. Cody Rhodes came back. Um I get it. He came back for the money. Obviously, what other fucking reason why he would come back? And probably I think he got a something in his contract for um I forgot the word I'm looking for. Um, he left He left AEW as an EVP and a wrestler, ex executive vice president and a wrestler, um, to go back to WWE Wrestling. And I, th I don't know if they're going to throw him in the main event. Maybe there'd be jackasses in Salem they're going to, and then they give him the 24-7 championship. Who knows? Uh, besides that, they literally... I feel like Cody is going to end up just being there as a flop for a lot of this. And you can, you're going to end up telling, too. Um... But with that, it's just like, here you got Cody coming back for the money. Oh, credit control. Thank, uh, fucking probably had a lot of credit control in this sense. Um, but my understanding is Cody Rhodes was fighting legally in legal battle in court and le taking legal action against WWE for the Rhodes family name because of Dusty with his father and all the gimmicks and the show gimmicks or Starcade or anything that like match gimmicks that Dusty came up with and pretty much had the rights to it or to an extent with WCW and everything else he came up with as a booker. And he did all this and he's, I get it. He wasn't really doing much in AEW. I mean, he was the EV, one of the EVPs, but there's like seven of them. But would you, I mean, I get it. It's the money, but why would you go back to the company you were fighting? You were trying to build AEW from the get go with young bucks, Omega, Tony Khan, all the other people. You're one of the starters of it. You did all the stuff. You, I got you accomplished pretty much everything you want to do outside of WWE. You even did the table spot with Aldrade with the flaming table. Um, so I'm like, I don't get it in my opinion. And then you took the American Nightmare, so I take it you get that. Uh, I'm assuming you own that gimmick or slogan name, whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. So that makes sense. But where – what did, did you come to the, like, fucking WrestleMania – with your tail between your legs? I did see this joke, though, about how, like, literally he was kissing the wrestling ring, or the ring, uh, at WrestleMania with his ass in the air. Just, like, showing how he has his ass to WWE. Because they're pretty much... I, I can guarantee you Vince is laughing his ass off that he came back. My main thing here, does it hurt AEW? I'm going to say no. Did Cody do a lot? Yes. Was he putting himself in what almost seemed like every championship battle ever? Sort of, with the TNT one. Um, but other than that, I don't think so. He, I don't think this hurt AEW. Yes, was he had some good ideas? Yes. Did he do a lot? Yes. Was Brandy kind of just there, pretty much, and making her the chief branding officer? I think they just did it as a gimmick for her name, but I don't think she really did anything besides the heels promotion. Trying to boost um, the women's division of uh, AEW, okay, 
But was there anything else? No. Brandy pretty much wrestled a couple matches here and there with uh, whatever she was doing in a solo or a singles career. And then uh, teamed with Allie the Bunny. Um, was that anything? It was good. I've seen better, like obviously with the Ty Conti and Anna J match with, uh, um, holy crap, I can't remember the name, Bunny and someone else. Um, in that gruesome freaking no holds barred, whatever it was called, hardcore match that was fucking phenomenal. But does this hurt AEW? No. Tony Khan has the mind to, to figure out some other shit. He's got a money to afford to figure out other shit. He got. They just booked fucking uh, Samoa Joe for fuck's sake. He's all elite. So technically, if you're a part of the Ring of Honor roster, you're all elite roster as well. Now that he owns Ring of Honor, which I also think is good, because then he's—that's what I like too, because he is doing what almost Vince couldn't do, and that's run another company with WWE, because he was trying to do. I, I think there was a rumor or whatever that he was going to test out the waters with that first Monday Night Raw, with the ending match being uh, Booker T against um, Marcus Bagwell. Uh, for I don't know if it was for the championship for like a nitro thing so they can do a separate WCW show and that didn't work the crowd fucking hated it and then you had to bring out Stone Cold Steve Austin everybody kicked their fucking ass and then that you know back uh, Max, Marcus Bagwell was gone or whatever the hell his gimmick was so you got that gone but here you have one you gave more wrestlers jobs with Ring of Honor and Samoa Joe came back and this is fucking 2022 which is hilarious. Um, you've got Tony Khan owning it with Ring of Honor, so now he's got the honor and the fight card. You got uh, Jocelyn Grissom, whoever the hell the champion is, and you got Wheeler Yuta as the pure champion. So Wheeler Yuta's fucking phenomenal wrestler, obviously proved in that Daniel Bryan match on AEW, and you got that. You literally could have a whole bunch of other shit. Hell, since Tony Khan owns Ring of Honor, you could have a CM Punk thing in there. All right, now let's get back to WrestleMania. Sorry to drag off there and talk more AEW. Um, John Knoxville versus Sami Zayn and Anthony Goes match. The second celebrity match. I had an opinion or an idea of... I didn't know. This is going to go on a couple different ways. One, I thought it was going to be like WWE style. They're going to do this same old stick, bring in whatever. Or two, they're going to bring in some jackass elements and do some stunts. Like maybe... Like, not really a death match, but hardcore stylings that you could think of. And they kind of... They didn't really go really anywhere. They kind of went in between, um, which I guess worked. I think uh, you had Wee Man show up with like almost like a cameo there, um, and body slam Sami Zayn, um, and that's the new Andre the Giant Hulk Hogan spot. I'm just kidding, but like uh, you literally could have had it a whole bunch of different ways. And then of course you're gonna have Sami Zayn lose because nobody wants. I mean, people want Sami Zayn to win, but they're not gonna have him win in a celebrity match. Um, Let's move on. RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. This was a phenomenal match. Um, they all look good. RK Bro win the take. I don't know if they retain or I don't remember if they were a champion or not, but the Raw Take Team Championships were on the line. Obviously, good, great spot with the springboard up into the top rope to do the RKO off the top rope. Great spot. Um, it was a classic match, and no complaints from me. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns in the unification match. Now, Roman Reigns wins. I get it. Uh, you could have had Brock win, too. Piece of, I don't know if he pissed people off. Some people are liking Brock's gimmick right now. But 
you have Roman Reigns winning, and it's actually good because you try to push Roman Reigns as the top fucking dog. No fucking um, what's the word I'm looking for? No like pun intended with his damn old nickname or gimmick, and it, you're just trying to get him to keep going, like get him to be the top guy, and everybody will believe it, and that's what they're trying to do. Uh, women's Tag Team Championship: Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Sasha Banks, New Way versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Natalia and Shayna Blazer. Baszler. Holy shit! Do these team names need to become out? There's a lot of fucking people. Naomi and Sasha wins. Um, not a bad match, but I could have seen better. Um, also, it's actually not a bad idea to having Naomi and Sasha win. I didn't really care for Natalia and Shayna. Uh, it would be interesting. Ray, uh, Ray Ripley and Liv Morgan won, but uh, other than that, Naomi and Sasha. Great choice uh, for pushing them. Let's push them to see how far they can go. Edge versus AJ Styles. This could have been a dream match. Um, this actually probably was a dream match for a lot of people out there to see. Edge in his prime. Well, he's still, still not bad. It's fucking Edge. He's phenomenal. Same thing with AJ Styles. Uh, get it? Phenomenal. Um, it was actually a really good match. Did they really need the random Damian Priest? I don't know if he was interference or not. I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't care. Um show up or camp in there? Nah. Fucking trying to show that Edge needs somebody with him to beat AJ Styles? That makes no sense whatsoever to me. Um, the Pat McAfee and Austin Theory match, I I don't even know if Pat McAfee wrestled, or is it just a one-time thing? I just thought it was a commentator slash podcast slash whatever. I didn't know he actually wrestled, but he won. Throwaway match there, too. And then he gets stunned. I think Austin Theory and Pat McAfee got stunned by a Stone Cold or something with Vince. I don't know why Vince showed up either. They're really trying to fucking show it. Bobby Lashley versus almost. I didn't care one bit about this match at first. But then I, re I was watching it, and then Bobby Lashley wins, giving him the underdog experience. Because holy shit, I'm not realize how much size almost get, or they gave up. Like, Bobby Lashley's a big fucking dude. But going against almost, almost, whatever the hell his name is, holy shit, was he a big ass dude. And catching him, catching a fucking two, two, three hundred pound man built like that and in midair, that's fucking phenomenal. Like, I, wow, holy shit, I need a bigger vocabulary with me just saying phenomenal all the time. But this wasn't bad. This wasn't the greatest WrestleMania of all fucking time. I can guarantee you that. But it wasn't bad. Roman Reigns, great. John Axel, okay. Logan Paul, okay. Pretty much about it. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, surprising. But I've seen better. Or, I mean, not for Stone Cold Steve Austin. But it was surprising. Um, great match. Um, other matches, I could have saw better. Um, did I really care about this whole thing? No, I don't give a shit about Wrestle uh, WWE most of the time. But this is great to get back into it. I, I'm a fan of wrestling. I want to get back into watching this stuff again. Um, thanks for joining me on A Reason to Talk with Chris Reason. I'm going to uh, pretty much talk... More episodes. Uh, probably not going to review mostly um, uh, regular shows that are air, like TV shows like Raw, Dynamite, unless it's something interesting and like upbreaking. Um, but I'm going to try to get more pay-per-views and other stuff and discussions and whatnot done in the wrestling world, uh, universe per se. Um, but let's we're going to be talking about more about video games, movies, music, and everything else. Check out Chris Reason Network on YouTube for other great content. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more. This is Reason the Talk with Chris Reason.